everyone, and welcome back to the Dream Life Loading Podcast, Season 2, Episode 18. I'm your co-host, Sky, And I'm your co-host, Susan. How are you today? I am good. It's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. It's the day before as we're recording this, but I feel like we just have to like act as if it's Valentine's Day. And I yeah. <laughs> I know Valentine's Day gets such a bad aura, reputation from some people. I don't know, for like so many different reasons, but we're such pink girlies here. So I know <laughs> love this time of year. So yeah, I'm feeling really good. We had a nice weekend with some of Nick's friends actually came to visit us, which was so nice. And like, obviously we weren't on vacation, but we spent like, what was it? 36 hours or even more than that. I don't know. Straight with them trying to show them everything of the city. So um, it was nice to kind of wind down on Sunday and then watch the Super Bowl, of course, even though it was at 1230 in the morning. We <laughs> out. <laughs> but I'm feeling good. How are you? I'm good. We spent a lot of time with friends and family this weekend, and I got to just relax and read, and it was good. Very good. I am so excited for today's episode because we had already brainstormed episode ideas, and then we realized that this would be launching on Valentine's Day, and the way this topic perfectly aligns with Valentine's Galentine's is just, I feel like if you're someone that usually is like, I'm anti-Valentine's. This is an episode that might give you a new perspective on how you can celebrate and appreciate Valentine's Day, maybe. Or yeah. think about it being completely separate from Valentine's Day, because that's fine, too. Um, I think it stands on its own. But we wanted to just spend today talking about alone time. And I know this actually stemmed from I reached out to you via probably voice memo. Yeah, it was voice memo because um, Nick was going to be away for the weekend. And there were a few moments over the summer, actually, where I think I probably talked about it on the podcast, too, that there were two different weeks over the summer that I was here um, alone. And it's definitely different when you're living in a place where you don't have family, if you're if you're significant other roommate, whatever it may be, right. leaves, and then it's like, okay, it's not just that I'm home alone and I can go get dinner with a friend or get dinner with my family or even stay at my family's house, whatever. Like when Nick left, he was like, okay, solo Skylar for a full week. And you really like, it seems so daunting, but you really do learn so much about yourself and like learn what you like and what you don't like and how to just be comfortable with your own thoughts. <laughs> like as, as ridiculous as that sounds, you really have to figure out how you can keep yourself busy when it's just you. And I know we talk a lot about like self-dating and you've talked a lot about this on your personal channel too, with like going on self-dates and doing that. Yeah. Stuff. And you're really, really good at doing that solo stuff. So I think it'll be fun just to kind of dive into what we like to do alone, how we spend our alone time, how we got comfortable with it, what we're still uncomfortable with, just all the things. I was thinking about it as I was prepping for this, um, podcast. And I was like, you know, I have never had an issue doing things on my own. Like I remember in college, my roommates refused to go to the dining hall alone. And that was something that I had zero, like sweet. I get to eat by myself. Like I had no problem with that. And I realized it's because I grew up essentially as an only child for eight years. Mm -hmm. So my siblings are 10 years older and 10 years younger than me. My mom just spread us out. Um, but I got like a solid eight years of living in the house, just my parents and I, and my parents own their own business that they were literally working tooth and nail just to keep a roof over our heads. So 
I spent a lot of time alone and I played outside alone. And I think that that's probably where I got comfortable with it. Um, so, and I actually, in that same vein was like, I feel more lonely in a crowded room than I do by myself. Yes. <laughs> and I think that's just because I've gotten, I think I grew up very accustomed to my own company, but I can see how hard that would be coming from a family that like does stuff together all the time. Like my husband, we had such an issue when we first started dating because their family unit just operates together. Even if they're all sitting doing nothing, they're all sitting in the same room doing nothing together. And I was like, how do you live this way? Like I need to be alone. <laughs> um, so we have in our marriage now, we have found a very nice balance of that, but it is really hard in seeing it from his angle or his lens. It's like, okay, I can't even imagine what he feels like when he's home alone because he's not used to it. Um, so I think just the number one thing is learning to love your own company. And that means you have to like enjoy what you're thinking about, what you're like talking about in your own head. Um, and then just to act intentionally, like don't just sit around moping, like figure out what things you can do, either opportunities that you don't get to do when you have your roommate or significant other there, or things that just bring you joy that you don't necessarily do all the time. Absolutely. I agree with everything you said. And it's so funny that you specifically bring up the college eating in the dining hall <laughs> alone thing, because that I think it might come as a surprise. I don't know. Like I always tell people and they're like, really? But I don't like eating alone. If I'm in public, yeah. if I'm here in my house alone, like sign me up. I, I am so down. I'll put on my show. I'll like that. I love being alone if I'm actually alone. But if I'm alone in public, that's where I get a little bit uncomfortable. Like shopping alone, I do pretty well with, but it's yeah. the reason it's when it's like, you're supposed to sit at uh, like uh, the thought of sitting at a bar and having a drink by myself terrifies me. Or like I did, de I definitely push myself to go out of my comfort zone and eat meals alone, but it's so hard for me and I don't know what it is. So it's so interesting to hear those different perspectives. And you actually said something to me and it it was going to be my favorite of the week, but I was like, no, I want to talk about this earlier. Episode. <laughs> you said to me, I love spending time with you. So I hope other people realize what a treat your company is. And you said that and I was like, oh my God, that's so sweet. But I think you can also look at that as you like, look at how other people prioritize and cherish spending time with you. Do that for yourself. Exactly. Like, oh my God, I get to just sit with me. And even my dad talks so much about when he goes to trade shows or whatever. He's like, the times I get to have a meal by myself with my book are my favorite. And it's so true. You can, it, no one's looking at you like you think they are. Like if you're sitting in no. a restaurant by yourself or with somebody, do you look around and say like, why is that person here alone? That's so weird. Like nobody ever is. And I'm saying that even though I'm the one that has problems doing it, like it's <laughs> much easier said than done, but there is something to be said for getting out of your comfort zone and just forcing yourself to become more comfortable with those situations that make you like so incredibly uncomfortable. On the days that if it's a weekday and I have the day off or for whatever reason, and Chris doesn't, I, even if I'm not in the mood to go out, I go out just for the simple sake that I'm alone and I get to eat alone. And I don't, I don't know where that came from because we always had family dinners. Maybe that's why we would have maybe once every three months, get up and get your own dinner night. Okay. And then we would all eat separately because we're all eating different things at different times. And I think that felt special because it wasn't something we did every night. So maybe that's why it's like a novelty in my head. But yeah, I just, 
I love, because you can people watch, you can read, you can, and my biggest thing is I try to not be on my phone if I'm out by myself. Like, I feel like that's just one thing that you look around and everyone is buried in their phones. And I don't know, that's just so boring. Yes. And then you're distracting yourself. And it's like, why distract yourself from your own company? I love what you were saying about how you you kind of, without even saying it, you took it from an ha- a have-to mindset to a get-to mindset. Like you get to yeah. sit down and have a meal where you get to people watch and you get to read your book or go where only you want to go or all these different things. And it the fact that it was like you always go and have dinner with your family, but then that once in a while you get to have dinner by yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the number one thing with alone time as a whole. Like change your mindset. Like, Oh, I'm going to be home alone for the weekend. Like I have to do this by myself or, Oh my gosh, I'm going to be home for the weekend. Like I get to watch my show that my partner doesn't like to watch or Mm -hmm. I get to eat that takeout meal that my partner hates. Like, you know, like you can find, you can always find the little pieces of light in situations that could seem daunting. Yes. And I think maybe alone time feels even more like, as a novelty now because my parents live a mile up the road from us so it's like I'm never really lonely like there's always someone here or calling or like we like the other day for lunch I work from home so I eat 90% of my meals alone and I was like I'm gonna go my sister was up I was like I'm just gonna go have lunch over there and so I like literally drove the two minutes over there to see them so it's like one of those things where I'm engulfed in like we have the opposite issue. Like you were legitimately like you and Nick are like in Italy, you guys, but you have your like hockey community. Absolutely. And then I'm just like surrounded on all angles because we live in a small town with family and friends, which like I'm grateful for, but it's definitely a different. It is. But I think all those different dynamics, like, like you, like we've both talked about, like kind of frame you into your likes and dislikes. But I think like, even if you're someone that's listening to this right now and is like, I don't like being alone. Like I can't imagine being alone at all, like whatever, like you could change that. And I think there are some things where if you have a specific opinion on something, like you don't always have to change your opinion. But with this, I honestly really would encourage anybody that thinks they couldn't spend a full weekend alone. I really encourage you to try it. And maybe, you know what, start with a full day. If a weekend seems like too daunting, start with a day, just romanticize those little things. Like honestly, watch vloggers, like there are so many influencers these days that just vlog in their homes doing like their chores and their coffee and all these things where they're alone. And I think that helps me kind of romanticize my alone time. Mm -hmm. Like you see these influencers that are like making these aesthetic coffee montages and all these different things. And you realize they haven't spoken to someone in probably 48 hours. You can do the same thing. Like you don't have to video yourself, but romanticize it. Like it's such a privilege to not have to be around people, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. So what are some of your favorite solo dates? Oh, it's, I would never leave the house. I love being home. Like if it's just me, I love being home. And it's not even like, yeah, there is that element of like, I would rather get takeout if it's me than go out. I think I enjoy the company of being out with people, but I think like it also is, I do have that little bit of fear with it. But even more than that, I just love being comfy, cozy at home and not having Mm. like set times for anything, whatever. So I would say like, 
last weekend, the weather was so beautiful. I sat outside. I realized I looked at my phone and it was 1 p.m. Because I had no one that was talking to me, no one that was bothering me, no one that was saying, hey, I'm hungry. Let's go get lunch. It was like, I just got to be in my little Skylar bubble with my book. I think I read like 60% of a book. It was just lovely, you know? So I like yeah. doing no, like those sort of things. I love just ordering takeout and just having your little solo night with maybe a glass of wine, maybe not, and watching like my crappy TV that Nick like would sit through and be really nice about it. But like, you know, when you're watching something with someone and it's like, you're kind of more concerned about how much they're hating it than actually concerned about watching yeah. when you can just dive in and like all the Kardashians, all the Paris Hilton, like I want to watch it all without anybody <laughs> turn it off. Yeah. So I think things like that and just having the time to journal in the middle of the day and just like all those little novelty things that you don't always have the time to do when you're scheduling things out with somebody else. So I think, I mean, I guess, yeah, I don't know, like all the home stuff, which is so lame, but then I do force myself out of the house. That was something I'd written down was like schedule your days. Cause I think if you are not as comfortable being home alone, it can get to be like, okay, like, what do I do now? So I kind of intentionally schedule out my weekends. Like I cooked for myself one night. So I planned a fun meal. And the next night I planned on ordering takeout. And like, I like to cook. So that was something I was looking forward to. And Nick's hockey games were something that I could schedule in to make sure I watched those. And just scheduling helps as well. But yeah, to back to your question, I don't know. I think just my favorite part is just the ability to kind of plan your own schedule. Not that I don't when Nick's here too, but it's just a very different dynamic that um, I mean, I don't have a choice in it, so I feel like there's yeah. a not to just take the good parts of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Mine has to be TJ Maxx. I love, even if I'm not buying anything, I'll go in without my wallet, but it's just like, I love to walk through at my own pace and not have Chris being like, we don't need that or let's <laughs> get going. So it's just nice to, and I think that that was probably my first like once I had my license, that was the first like self date I would do consistently. Yes. Oh my God. It's so funny because I don't think the concept of like running errands really exists here. And maybe it's <laughs> because I don't do it like I would in the States, but like, oh my God, how many times? Cause in college I always lived with roommates, but like mm-hmm. I never genuinely, I don't think I ever had like a normal roommate experience. I think COVID and then like so many various things that I just yeah. feel like I had like a, let's sit down as roommates and have dinner. Like that genuinely never happened. So I honestly feel like I lived in a lot of ways. I lived on my own, especially my second two yeah. years of college. And there would be so many days where I would just need to get myself out of the house and I would go grab a Starbucks. Like you said, Oh, my favorite was driving to the beach. The luxury of living 20 yeah. minutes from the water is a luxury that I I miss like that might be like besides from like family like physical things that I miss probably being near the beach and that would be my favorite self-date would be driving to the beach yeah that was the one thing I loved about living in at like at UNH we would do it like sometimes we would do it together too like but just and like I don't know like you said like Target I don't get that here you know so there's a lot of these things that I think yeah and I think maybe I've become more of a home, ironically, become more of a homebody <laughs> since moving here. But just because it's, I think a lot of people, they are like social beings here, but I think there's just a lot less like department store, like your yeah. targets. Must- 
Yeah, it exists less here. So unless you have like a real purpose, there's not always a reason to go out, which again, yeah. like that mindset shift has been good for me because I've probably saved a lot of money not going to Target <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> but um, yeah, the beach, I'd totally forgotten. Like just the, and driving, I think driving aimlessly, not aimlessly, but driving without a, without a destination in mind. You know, what's funny is I was just thinking about that the other day, like up through COVID, especially with COVID, because there was nothing else to do. We would just go for like rides. Yes. I can't remember the last time I just like drove around town. And I feel like when, when you get your license, obviously like it's so exciting, but like I used to just drive around in my mini coupe with no real plan. And now it's like, mm, nope, I want to just be home. <laughs> yep. I feel the same way. And so, you know what, like if you're somebody that does live in a place or in like a situation where driving is something that's like more in your routine, go take a drive. Like just, oh my God, with your favorite playlist or like, mm-hmm. a play- like, I don't know, like I know we both kind of schedule our play or design our playlist around like different times. So put mm-hmm. on your like summer 16 playlist and just like drive to wherever. And that I don't, I don't remember the last time I've driven without a destination in mind either. Yeah. No. And it fills your time without just sitting at your house. And I think like even when I'm home alone, I always schedule in at least a walk or like a run to the grocery store for something like because you have to get yourself out of the house, especially if you're not going to talk to anybody, at least see another human being. If you're <laughs> like, cause I, I actually called my parents or they called me like last Saturday and I was like, this is the first time I'm speaking to somebody in 24 hours. <laughs> And my dad was like, that's awesome. And I was like, it is, but it's also, there's balance in it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that was all I Yeah, I, I mean, I think the get-to mindset, I feel like that's like the number one thing. If you're, if you're like listening to this under the assumption that you don't love alone time, I think that's the number one way to become more comfortable with it is just change your mindset yeah. about all the things you get to do. Absolutely. Girl dinner. Like that was my favorite over the summer was <laughs> I actually, I remember talking to Nick's mom about this. Cause she was like, it's my favorite. I can just eat like crackers and cheese for dinner and it's fine. Cause I don't have to feed an athlete. <laughs> yeah. Can just eat your chicken nuggets and have your girl dinner. And it's nice. It's just think almost think of it as a vacation. I think that's kind of what I did yeah. over the summer was just treating it as a vacation because it's a different change of pace. You can eat dinner at whatever time, eat breakfast whenever, like just allow it, allow it to be something that you look forward to instead of dreading. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the key there. And that's all mindset, which is the whole dream life floating mindset in general. Absolutely. And to tie it back with Valentine's day, just remember how precious your company is. And if you need to reach out to a friend you can like there's nothing there's nothing wrong with having your alone time and then facetiming a friend at night or facetiming a friend in the middle mm-hmm. of the day whenever like reach out to people if you're feeling lonely i think that could be a whole different topic but i think i i maybe that was the reason i reached out to you i don't know there was something about loneliness but it it's so comforting to know that you're not alone even if you are physically alone like you always yeah. have people that you can turn to and honestly like sometimes just allowing yourself to say it out loud and say it to somebody and acknowledge it helps so much because you can feel so much less alone. Absolutely. Favorites? Yes. Um, So I had my quote from you that was kind of my favorite, but then I incorporated it into um, our 
episode. So my mantra of the week, this was from the Paris Hilton memoir. And she said, whoever blazed that trail has moved on. So you might as well blaze a trail that suits you, even if other people don't understand it. Oh, I love that. Right? Just And happy early birthday to her. Yes. Well, happy early birthday to you as well. It's on the same day. Um, But yeah, I love it. Such a trendsetter. And I love that mindset. Like, just do what works for you. Absolutely. My mantra of the week was you are bigger than your excuses. Yesterday, I was struggling to get out of bed. And that just came into my head. And I was like, you're bigger than your excuses. Like, yeah, you're tired. Get up. Like, it's all good, but get up. And I'm so glad I did because I got such a good workout in and it was worth it. So just trying to push through, be bigger than my excuse. Absolutely. What's your favorite of the week? Um, A pop socket on my Kindle. Because I didn't even realize that I had this. I must have ordered it when I ordered all of my stickers and stuff. And I ordered a case for my Kindle too. And the case didn't fit. And then I must have just tossed everything in a basket because I was like, I'll just wait till I get a case. But I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to get a case. But this has been so nice. I fell asleep the other day in bed with it and Chris found me and I was still holding it like up over my face. Um, But it has just made it so much more convenient to read. Yep. I agree. Yes, you can lay down. I think that's the number one thing is like Mm -hmm. you can read one hand. It's just a better Yes, 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 yes. And I've seen some people that have um, the MagSafe strip like we have on our phone. Mm-hmm. You can get like a sticky MagSafe to put on the back of your Kindle and then have a magnetic pop socket so you don't have to have it on oh. all the time, which I'm like that for my next case I might do because sometimes you want it flat against something if you're reading. Yeah. I don't know, whatever, but then you can have the choice of or actually it goes if you have a case that swings and covers the front and then swings to the back, the pop socket would get in the way. So you could have your removable pop socket and then still have the case that protects your screen. And it's the best of both worlds. Absolutely. So yeah, those were my favorites for the week. I didn't really have a favorite of the week. I was trying to think of like something in specific and I couldn't really, I guess, I guess, I mean, it's not like a physical thing, but it was so nice to have friends visit. And like, these were Nick's friends. Yeah before as well but it's just such a different it's we can see the city that we've lived in now for a year and a half from such a different lens when you're like bringing people around and I love doing like the quote-unquote touristy things and like showing people like here's this and here's that because I know we've done episodes on it before but just like viewing the space you live in from the lens of someone who hasn't seen it before is just so special and Mm -hmm. It was so nice of them because it's this is not an easy city to get to. So the trains and the travel that they went to, but it was it was so nice. So I, I guess that that'll be my favorite of the week. <laughs> I love it. And a very happy early birthday to Susan because your birthday is Saturday. Yes. Any big plans? Chris and I are going out to a nice dinner and I'm very excited because I ordered maternity clothes. And as we were sitting down to record this, I saw the mail lady put at least one package of them in the mailbox. So I will have something to wear. Instead of just like- oh, that's exciting. Yes. Very exciting. So I'm they are as good as I anticipate they will be. Yes. Well, I expect a haul coming very soon. There will be a haul very soon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to leave us a rating and a review and we'll see you next time.